Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning in to today's broadcast. You know, we're fully listener supported, which means that we can't do the work that we're doing unless we have your support. Please pray about becoming a monthly partner to this ministry. We are affecting the lives of many people by the grace of God. And in order for us to expand or even to stay doing what we're doing, we need your help. Thank you so much for prayerfully considering to become a partner. We truly appreciate you and bless you in Jesus' name. Welcome to the broadcast. I am so excited. We have a returning guest who is one of my favorite authors and speakers. He's just always giving some very prolific information, information that you can't find anywhere else. His name is Rabbi Jonathan Kahn, and he's got an amazing book called The Return of the Gods, which really uh, just brings into focus. Uh, he's taking readers on this journey from the ancient parable uh, and ancient inscriptions in Sumar and Assyria and Babylonia, and then putting these puzzle pieces together and how they actually uh, are taking place in our world today again. And so I want to welcome to the broadcast, Mr. Jonathan Kahn. Welcome, sir. Great to be with you. Oh, it's so Great good to, to have here. you, Rabbi. And uh, first of all, tell us, how's the book doing? Great. Um, it's by God's grace. They've, they've all been New York Times bestsellers. This yes. one, very strong. And then um, when it came out, and then um, I think it was, I don't know if it was number two of nonfiction books in the world. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you know, and then... Um, and then I would do an interview like recently and I went back on. So God, you know, and God's spreading it, you know, yes. but I, I believe it's for, it's very much for the hour. It's very much what we're all, we're all dealing with it. Absolutely. We certainly are. And I think that's exactly why, like you mentioned, it is number two on the, on the sellers list because when you open this book, you can't put it down mm. as you're seeing it's relating to what's happening now. So for the viewer that hasn't read it and doesn't really know much about it, uh, let's, let's give a little understanding. So yeah. what's the mystery of the gods? Like, who are they? Well, yeah, the Return of the Gods is, is opening up uh, literally a mystery that's behind what's happening to America, what's happening to our culture, the transformations, what's changing everything, and so much so that even non-believers are saying, right. like, this is crazy, what's going, what's going on? Could it go back to the ancient gods the Bible speaks about, and could there be something real to these gods? Uh, yes. It's not just mythology. Well, the Bible actually says they are. Right. There are spirits. And what would happen if they returned to this world? What would happen? Well, they have, and it's happening. And the thing is that, what if we could identify the gods that right. were these spirits? Um, and the thing is that we're all dealing with it. Doesn't matter who's who's watching. Yeah. We're all dealing with it. And if you're in a fight and you don't know you're in a fight, you're 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 not going to do well. Right. But so it's so the return of the gods is not only to reveal this or open up this mystery. It's also to arm God's people that we can prevail, mm. we can stand, and we know what we're dealing yes. with and how to deal with it in the days to come. And it's, I'm yes. hoping also not just for believers. But for those who are, who, you know, everybody has people in their lives who are very affected by this, yes. so that they give it to others as well. Yes. So these gods, uh, they, they go back to ancient times and yeah. uh, kind of explain. Yeah. I mean, so they came yeah. back? like well, well, yeah, the Bible says, I mean, the Bible, people don't realize this, you know, in Deuteronomy and in the Psalms, it says when it speaks about the gods, it uses the, a Hebrew word called Shedim. Shadim doesn't mean mythology. It means spirits. It mm. means entities, consciousness, yeah. will. Yeah. So, it's a, and then this word gets into the New Testament. It, it was translated into Greek. It became daimonia. We get the word demon from it. Wow. So when Paul says, you know, that in, in Corinthians they're worshiping the idols, he uses the word daimonia. They're worshiping the, the spirits. Yes. You know the the shadim. Yes. So so first, so you got the first thing that behind all these gods, you know, if we were living, you know, a few thousand years ago, right. Everywhere you went in the world, everybody's worshiping the gods, everybody. Right, right. The Bible says behind that is spirits. So therefore they were given to the spirits. It means they, it means people, it means that that pagan civilization was in a sense possessed. Yes. And, and the only thing that changed that 
was Jesus. Like he, he, the gospel coming into the world, basically, you know, just drove out the gods. You right. know, and but if behind the gods are spirits, then what happened to the spirits? Because right. spirits don't die. Right. And for that, it's like kind of like the final clue to set up the stage, and that is that Jesus gives this parable. Yes. And he says, when a spirit leaves a man, it goes looking for a place to dwell. Says, I'm going to return to the house that I came from. Mm. Talking about the guy, okay. calling the guy his house. Right. Goes back to the guy, the house, finds the house clean, swept, empty, in order, because the, the because the guy didn't get filled by God. He just got cleansed. So, wow. So now it says, I'm, he goes back, gets seven other spirits. They come back, they repossess the man, sure, sure. and God and and the Lord says the latter state is worse than the first. He's right. going to be worse. But now people say, okay, it's talking about a guy. But at the end of the parable in Matthew, it says, so it shall be with this generation. Yes. Not just a guy. You see, entire cultures can be possessed. Entire yeah. cultures can be delivered. And entire that. cultures can be repossessed. So the warning for America and the West and Europe and, and now much, much, much of the world right. is this. Any culture, any nation, any civilization that has been delivered of these things, of paganism, mm -hmm. of this darkness, by God, by right. the gospel, right. if it should ever turn away from God, if it should ever turn away from the gospel, ever turn away from the word, ever turn, then if it empties its house of God, then it's not, the house is not gonna stay empty. Right. Then the same spirits that were cast out of it will come back into it. Yes. In other words, the same spirits that were cast out by the gospel at the beginning are right. coming back to America, to the West, to the world, and so the gods will return. And so that's that's what where we are now. Yes. We've been driving God out for right. the last 50 Absolutely. or so years. And it's not an accident what's happening to America and much of the world is demonic. It's right. not it's not natural. You yeah. know, what's happening. So glad and, you're saying that because so many pastors don't just call it out. It's demonic. It is yeah. totally demonic. And even I mean it, it, the amazing thing is there are even non-believers who are using that word saying this is demonic. That's right. The thing is that so it is we are watching a repossession and we're watching a paganization. So yes. these spirits come, you know, these are pagan entities. Yes. So they come back now to take a Christian or Judeo-Christian civilization or nation right. and paganize it. Turn. Yes. So we're watching this process of paganization and that's, that's right. what's been changing America. Yes. And so that is that is like the setup for the mystery. And then the question would be, well, which gods? Like, right. can we know that? Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, I mean, so the next question I would ask is, are they impacting the events that we're seeing? So many different things we're seeing that you're mentioning that are, that are emerging in our culture. We've walked away from God. How are they impacting? Oh, oh every every really every realm every every possible realm of culture mm. even the supreme court decisions right. i will get into it even what's happening to our children what's happening in the school the, the I'll, I'll i'll set up this way you know when israel turned away from god yeah they went after the gods right. and the gods basically took over and they were ended up being destroyed right and the thing is there out of the gods there there are three that are the most prominent or they and, the, and they right. stand up and in the, in the Return of the Gods, I call it the Dark Trinity. Okay. And and the first one of the Dark Trinity was called the Possessor. Okay. His name his name means that in Hebrew. Yeah. The, which also means the owner, the master, the Lord. Right. And so he's the first one who gets in. Now in Hebrew, he was called Baal. Right. We call him yeah. Baal. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is that, but it means the Possessor. Right. So he's the, he's like that first spirit that comes back to the house, says, "Okay, now I'm going to bring my friends." Yeah. So this is the first one. So, so it's kind of like the open door. He's, he's the open door. Yeah, and, and, yeah. The, and the thing is, we had to open the door. He, right. he couldn't now, did we open the door? We did. Well, look yeah. back in the, in, the, in the early 60s, we begin emptying ourselves of God. Yes. We say, okay, first starts with, we're just gonna take God out of the school. We're gonna right. take prayer out prayer and the out. word out. Yep. That's all you need to begin. Well, that's a little thing. It's not a little thing. No. Because you're you're separating the future, the children of the future, the future of America from right. God. Right. So, so what happens at that same time, 
it's going to explode. The 60s are going to explode because yes. once you start doing this, so what happens is, you know, what happened with Baal? When Baal came into, the spirit came into Israel, right. it says he, he first, he the spirit drives God out of everything. Right. What have we been watching for the last 50 years? Exactly. Driving right. God out of yep. everything. Yep. Secondly, you got to take those yep. down. Yep. You know. Everything. Yeah. So it, 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 the second, that's part of the paganization. Right. You know? right. And the second part the, is that he says he caused Israel to forget God. Well, he has caused America to forget God, mm. to forget it ever knew God. You know, mm. we can barely imagine in America where the teachers, all the teachers were actually leading the children in the Lord's Prayer. Right. In school. You yes. Know? Now, yes. And the thing is, when you take that out, and the warning of Jesus is not going to say empty. So something else is coming in. Look at what's come into the schools. Look yes. at what's come into the children. So this is this is what happens. Yes. So he comes in. Set, the third thing is is that it says he caused Israel to turn away from the ways of God. Right. Well, it's been causing America to progressively strike down everything of God. Yes. We've literally struck down the Ten Commandments. Literally. I mean, but yep. it's happened. It's affected us in ways that are not. We won't. Don't even realize. For instance, wokeism. Let, right. let me let me show you a little. Please, a, a, a little thing. Yeah. yeah, we talk so, about that a lot all the yeah. time. And but it, it it basically it's not enlightenment. It's basically paganism revived. Right. Because here's the thing: in in monotheism, you have one truth and one god. Right. You have one god, and so you have one truth. Yeah. In paganism, you have many gods, many truths. Right. So everybody mm. has their own authentic truth. Mm. There's no truth. Everybody has their truth. If a man says I'm a tree, that's his authentic truth. Yeah. Well, that's not you know that's not enlightenment. This is paganism. Yeah. Here's another another uh, thing with that. Um, when uh, when uh, in the ancient times there was a symbol of Baal all over. I mean, it was in America. It was right. in it was in Israel. The symbol was the it was a, a molten bull, a molten oh, bronze bull yeah. that was a symbol of Baal. Mm. Could that appear in America? Well, go to New York <laughs> City, go down to where the harbingers are. Right. You see a massive molten bronze bull. Yes. Now this is the sign of Baal. Now they didn't know what they were doing, but the, in the Bible, this is the sign of a nation that has been given over to the spirits, wow. given over to Baal. And the interesting thing is that you know they did it to celebrate you know you know like America's uh, or you know yeah, yeah. Uh, financial. You know what Baal was the god of of prosperity, fertility. Mm. So we literally call our prosperity bull markets, bull thing, you know. So and actually I won't go into it, but I put it in the book. That is that they actually at one point, not long ago, they actually erected in New York City a an object linked to the temple of Baal. Right. They had a ceremony around it. Right. I was I there. This. I yeah. was there. I, yeah. I filmed it. You they, it. They had the they had the leaders of New York, you know, praising this. They had they actually had the word Baal there on the sign. And and they had the music. And the thing is that that they have no idea what they're doing. But the spirit of Baal, there's so much more, but I'll just give you a taste. Right, right. The spirator is has affected has affected us all of yeah. even even our addiction to computers and virtual reality, I won't go into it, comes from this and comes from this the paganism. Right. paganism. But that's the first of the dark. Right. But then there's the second of the dark trinity, which is a she, mm -hmm. which is this one was the goddess and in, in Canaanite theology or mythology, right. she was the wife or lover of Baal. Okay. And her name and she appears in the Bible. Right. Her name is Ashtora. Okay. Um, and now she says Baal and Ashtora. Now now she this is a dark ancient uh, principality was everywhere. Go to Babylon, they called her Ishtar. Mm. Uh, go to uh, Greece, they called her Aphrodite. Okay. Um, and but she's all over. Right. This is the goddess, the principality of unbridled sexual immorality. Oh my God. She was a prostitute goddess. Oh wow. And so literally, she sexualizes the culture. Now the thing is, so what would we expect? Uh, right. What would we expect for you know? It's amazing because the Bible gives the order. It says first yeah. Baal and Ashtoreth. So Baal's first. You have the turning early sixties. Right. Then what comes? You'd expect something to happen in the realm of sexuality. Yeah. What happens? 
happens, sexual revolution happens. Mm, right. It's the total overturning of everything biblical. These are the fingerprints of the goddess. Mm. In fact, what is a what is a prostitute do? She's a prostitute goddess. A prostitute takes sex out of marriage, puts it into the marketplace. Right. So literally, she's taking sex out of yeah. marriage, sexualized our culture. Yep. yep. And it also, what does a prostitute do? Weakens family. Yep. So what are we watching? Same time we have the sexual revolution, we have the destruction of family, mm. divorce, broken home. Broken, this is all the fingerprints of the goddess. In fact, in fact, when the Greeks worshipped her, they called her the, the sacred prostitute. Mm. And the word they use in Greek, the word for prostitute, her name, is porn A. Wow. We get the word porn. Oh my gosh, you're and, blowing my mind. And, and, it's, and, it's, and it's not an accident because, because the first, do you realize the first pornography on planet Earth was the god this goddess's literature huh. that she invented it basically okay. and and she spread images of naked women in in stone all over the ancient world wow so now she is seducing she, you know her job is to seduce a, a christian culture to the realm of sexuality wow. paganizing now you so, said christian culture so well be, meaning i mean now because you know it's like ba back then that yeah. was their domain you right. know pagan you know it's like that was their house right then they were driven out of the house now they come back to a house that's been cleaned, yeah, okay? You know, yeah. So now it's a Judeo-Christian culture. So now the job is to take a Judeo-Christian culture and turn it into a pagan one. Oh and goodness. for her, it's the realm of sexuality. Yes. I'll, I'll, I'll just throw in another quick one with this. Please. And that is that, you know, we use the word, you know, the culture has become eroticized, right. erotic culture. Right. The word erotic comes from the Greek eros. Yeah. Eros was a god. And the mother of Eros was this mother god, was this she goddess. She, right. she gave birth to pornography and to erotica oh my and, and and by the way i won't i won't go there's so much more but i'll just mention she's also the goddess of the occult oh so at the same goodness. time notice what happened in the 60s right, hand in hand. the revival of the occult today yes. in america there are more witches than there are presbyterians really that, yes yes now that there's so much more but let me go to the third okay. one and the third one of the dark trinity in, in the return of the gods is called the destroyer right and this is the principality that causes parents to sacrifice their children right. as offerings and now now this was this was yeah. the most now this is the most pagan act and you know what it was all over the pagan world it wasn't an exception human sacrifice and and child sacrifice was common hmm. it, in fact and child abuse was common it was not safe to be a child in the pagan world right well you know you know what changed all that the gospel jesus right. did and that and actually that's what protected children it says yes. you know you know such are the kingdom of god right. you know? but the warning is you turn away from god this one's coming back too. Yeah. So it's just in, it, right, exactly in order. You have the you have the you have the possessor, the turning away bail, early sixties. Right. Then you have the goddess, mid sixties. You have the sexual revolution hasn't stopped. Right. Then at the end of the sixties, the destroyer comes in. Wow. At the end of the sixties, nineteen seventy begins in America. You have abortion. Mm -hmm. Abortion. We start sacrificing our children. Now the thing is, you know, someone said, "Well, how can you compare it?" Well, you know what? Same you know thing. what? Yeah. And and, yeah. and actually, you know what? Abortion was all part of it. I mean, literally, abortion was part of the pagan pagan culture. It was the gospel that basically ended infanticide and all that. Right. But the thing is that, so now, you know, Jesus said they come back worse. When Israel turned away from God, they started offering their children yeah. as sacrifices yeah. to, well, to Moloch. You know? Nothing new well, under the sun. Well, well yeah. now, you know, that was thousands of them. Right. We have killed over 64 million of them. So, so the thing is that, and I won't go into it for our time, yeah. except to say that, that in the book, I traced the, the actual child sacrifice how what how the, the way they did it the way they offer it is the way it's abortion does it it's re, replaying the mystery yeah but i won't go through it, but let me get to <laughs> let me get to uh let me get to now even a deeper thing Please. You know? yeah. and what happened with the, the there's another side to this goddess of okay. sexuality right and in her and, I, and, and in the book i put the i actually put the ancient inscriptions so they can see it one of her inscriptions says she says i am a woman 
I am a man. Mm. It's a, and and one, of her hymns, one of her hymns, it says, you turn a man into a woman, you oh turn a woman goodness. into so a man. this was happening in the ancient world? This was, yeah, I'm going to tell you, yes, it was. In fact, in fact, you know, like we have a short-term memory because if we knew this, we would say, yeah, of course. We could have said in 1962 when you took God out, this, this is, is where it's going to go. go. Yeah, we could have said that because that's what happens, solding to the same thing. But it doesn't happen at the beginning because at the beginning, it's too radical. But once she gets entrenched right. in the culture, once, once she's slowly, yep. kind of weakened marriage, she's weakened, etc., then you can go here. So that's why now this is the issue. But the thing is that this is her darker work. She is the goddess of androgyny, merging male and female, blending mm, all that. Yep. That's why it's back. Yep. She had a, and, and there's so much to it. In fact, I mean, you know, it says she grinds away the masculinity of men. Right. There's a spirit, there's a spirit yeah. in, in this country that is to basically de emasculate men. Right. And she ma and she defeminizes women. And the spirit is there. And, and the thing is that she had a priesthood. Her ancient priesthood called the Asino, they walked around her temples. They were men dressed up as women, mm. women's clothing, this women's makeup, women's man. thing. They would dance. And the thing is that people would bring their children to see to the temples where they would see these 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 men in drag. Right. That's it. Well, it's back. Wow. And th th this is not an accident, what you're saying. Yes. This is all part of the plan. You know? right. And the other part is, it's not just that. It says you turn a man into a woman. Not only did she dress men as women, it says it's literally some of her priests she surgically transitioned. Really? Literally. Literally. Surgically transitioned. Oh my goodness. Um, and the thing is, you know, Jesus said they come back worse. So she's the, back then she possessed a priesthood. Now she's after an entire generation of children. So now let me let me let me also let me show you how this has affected everything. Right. Example. One of the you know, one of the things about this goddess is she was the goddess of parades. Okay. Think about it. Parades. <laughs> and you know what her parades were? I, I, you know, I have the inscriptions. They were she had men, caused men to parade through the city streets dressed as women, women parading as men, filled with colors, filled with sexual licentiousness and the bending of gender. Well, they're back. Right. She had possessed one there was one month of the year she possessed more than any other. And you know what it turned out? Don't say it was, June. It was June. Oh my goodness! It was June. We call it Tammuz, but oh but I, but, but I actually looked at Tammuz. Is actually, one of her lovers. But the thing is that when I looked, I, I quoted from Saint Jerome because they were still happening in the beginning of the age. Saint Jerome says it's it was the month of Iunium, which is June. Right. So not now. She also had a sign. You know what it was? The rainbow. Wow. And there's so much there's so much to this. I won't go every every color is linked to this and it's stolen from God, of course, but right. she's the god, she's the goddess who actually steals from other gods. So the thing is that I won't go into it, but there's a dark thing to the rainbow that if people realized it, they would never go near it. But this is this, this is I mean, this is all part of her her war her her uh basically her her agenda. Right. Now here's another thing. Okay. That, that there was a time of the year. I mean, I said June, right? Right. But particularly the end of June is the time of the summer solstice, pagan time. That's when her power was supposed to be at its peak. There were three Supreme Court rulings in the in, in 12 years, yes. 2003 to yes. 2015. About marriage. And marriage was the, was the, yeah, that was the crescendo. And and that changed sexuality, changed right. marriage. Each one took place at the end of June by the days of the summer solstice. Each one took place on June 26th, same exact day, which is linked to the mystery of the goddess. And the last one, remember when the president lit up the White House right. as, oh, as a yeah. rainbow, uh, right? Obama, right? right? Yeah, yeah, Obama. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that day on the Hebrew and, and Babylonian calendar was the was the tenth day of Tammuz. I looked at the tenth day of Tammuz, and you know what it says? The ancient Babylonian calendar. That's the day appointed to cast a spell 
and to cause a man to love a man. <laughs> this is mind blowing. It, it, it is. So, and do they, they plan these days, or do you think that's just happening? Yeah. I think it. I don't, I don't think the Supreme Court had any idea. Right. But that's the whole. That tells you how real this yes. is. Yes. You know, and the thing is. So the thing is that and there's so much. I'm just giving so you a taste. Much. But to say that, right. listen, we're all dealing with it. And the last Spiritual part of the book. Battle. The last part of the book is the, exactly. Yeah. You know, the gods have returned. Let me say. Now think about something. They, that they were cast out by the gospel, by the name of yes. Jesus, and by Christians. Which is the answer. So, now. so they have yeah. a vendetta. They have a vendetta now. Hmm. So they're tr that's why they're trying to get the name of Jesus out, right. the word of God out, right. and they're trying to target Christians. Right. The there, same way they were go. targeted, they're trying to do that. So that's why we're all in this. Also, when they first come in, it's in the name of tolerance. It says, hey, open up. Yeah, you open. Right. Everything goes. Right. It's okay. Right. It's, it's love just is to, love it, and, get yeah, in the yeah. door. Just get in the door. Once they're once they're in the door. Then it's every knee shall bow, mm. and then it, then it's right. cancel culture. And that's yeah. where we're at yeah. now. And, yeah. and the last part of the book, I'm just rushing, but the last yeah. part of the book is is called the other God. Listen, we've got power. We can over. We can stand. These are you know these are biblical days. People say, I wish I lived in biblical days. Right. You're in it. So, I, I you know Moses dealt with it. Elijah dealt with it. Paul dealt with the gods. Yes. It's our turn now. The, but we we have the power to overcome all these things. That's why I wrote the Return of the Gods and to overcome it again. I'm hoping people don't don't just get it for themselves, but no. get it for people in your life who are under this yes. as well. This so, will set you up. For success yeah. as a believer in Jesus yeah. Christ and knowing how, knowing what we're up against and knowing how to fight it. Yeah. Two minutes left here. Why don't you just give us the well, hope side of this? Well, 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 yeah, that, well, that's, well, yeah, well listen, yeah. Yeah, God is always, every, every book I do ends with hope. Right. The point is, and that's why the last one's called the other God. Right. There's no God like our God. There's that's no right. power. The name of Jesus was enough to, one name, to cast all these gods out. We've got that, but we got the power, but we can't, but there, the, but if you don't use it, it doesn't help you. You know, the, 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 the spirits are trying to cancel silence. Right. You cannot be silent. This is your time to be great. The time of great darkness is times that produces great believers. You know, these are the days of Paul. These are the days yes. of, you know, if these are the day we sing, these are the days of Elijah, Elijah right? well, let's become the Elijah of the day. God will anoint you. God, it says the eyes of the Lord are searching for the one whose heart is his. You know, yes. so, so yeah, if you get the book, but let me just quickly do something which I've never done. This is the first Please. one because but yes. just, I'm just, today is going to be the reveal of the new book. So okay. I'll say that's the return of the gods, right. uh, which, well, and it's going to be, the first time I'm mentioning is right yeah. here. It's going to be called the Josiah Manifesto. Oh my goodness. And it's going to be the answer oh, about literally what do we do? <laughs> okay. and, and has God actually given it to us? And I mean, mysteries and, but it is going to be opening. I've never done anything like this, but it's going to be for this hour. So it's called the Josiah Manifesto. The subtitle is The Ancient Mystery and Guide for the End Times. Okay. I've never done a book like it. It's 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 going to be come out in September, the okay. beginning, but they can pre-order it. Pre-order now. When they hear this, it'll just go have gone up. Okay. You can pre-order. We'll but anyway, the so the Return of the Gods is everywhere. By the way, the Return of the Gods is literally everywhere. Yeah. And the Josiah Manifesto is just coming. You can reorder. So that's okay. the first time. <laughs> Everybody, exciting news, breaking news, a brand new book coming out here. And uh, we got Rabbi Jonathan Kahn. We're going to go ahead and put all the information below. Rabbi, thank you so much for joining us. My today. blessing, Todd. Go ahead and get the book, Return of the Gods, and pre-order the new book, which is going to be The Josiah out. Manifesto. All right. Yeah. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. 
the my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever, my pillow 2.0. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a my pillow or not, you need to get the brand new my pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time, when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. 